0: Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 7. As we look at verse number 1, Therefore, having these promises beloved... Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It seems that that verse goes best with the end of chapter 6, where Paul gives those promises that God's going to dwell in them and walk among them and be their God and the call to come out from them. And God says, I'll be a father to you. And because you have these promises as God's beloved, cleanse yourself from filthiness of the flesh and spirit and perfect and pursue holiness in the fear of god so it seems that verse one goes best with the end of second corinthians chapter six we open in verse number two then and paul says open your heart to us now he has opened up his heart to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 11 and then says in verse number 3 you are in our hearts but remember Paul has written a challenging and somewhat stern letter to them confronting sin and he says look I'm I'm speaking to you uh and and asking you to open up your your heart When we came to Macedonia, he says in verse 5, our bodies had no rest. We were troubled. Nevertheless, God comforted us. And one of the ways that God comforted them was in the coming of Titus. As you look in verse, especially verses 5 through 7, Paul was encouraged by Titus, and he was encouraged in how the church received Titus. Now remember, he's written this tough letter, and he says in verse number 8, even if I made you sorry with my letter, I do not regret it, though I did regret it. Paul wrote this stern letter and may have had some sense of regret, but now he doesn't regret it because he has found that this has changed their life. He says in verse 9, I rejoice now that you were made sorry, but that your sorrow led to repentance. And he's going to give a picture of regret versus repentance. Notice in verse number 10, godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. The world knows regret because they got caught, but the the church and believers know repentance that leads us to salvation. So Paul, as he shares this message to the church, he differentiates between this feeling of regret and this repentance. Sorrow can lead to repentance, and repentance is a change of mind and heart and actions. And this sorrow that's accompanied in verses number 8 through through 12 that Paul says, look, I, I did this, but I want you to know I did not do it because of the person who did wrong, and I wasn't just confronting the sin, but notice what he says at the end of verse number 12. That our care for you in the sight of God might appear to you. I wrote because I care. That's why he calls them to repentance. Paul is not mad. He loves this church. He's opened his heart to them. Now he's calling them to repentance out of love. But then Paul again finds comfort in the church at Corinth and their reception of Titus. Notice in verse 13, we've been comforted in your comfort. Now, Titus had come, and he had been with Paul, and they wondered, now, is the church at Corinth, after this tough letter, going to receive Titus? Are they going to be mad at Titus because of the stern letter from Paul? And Paul says, oh, I rejoice for the joy of Titus. His spirit has been refreshed by you all. Notice in verse 15, his affections are greater for you as he remembers the obedience of you all, how with fear and trembling you received him. Therefore, I rejoice that I have confidence in you in everything. Paul says, thank God genuine repentance can be experienced by this church, and it can bring a new heart toward God's men in ministry.